to the Winner's Lounge. Yo, Jokic dropped 50. Yeah. 50, 50 <laughs> what? They lost the game. No, Jokic had he had 50. Yeah, he he, indeed he did, and they yeah. also lost by five. He had 11 assists, though. 12 assists, actually. 12 assists. <laughs> and they lost they again. Lo- what the? They lost that game. God damn it. What the hell just happened? What the? Honestly, Jokic, I think it actually only scored 50 in a loss because... If it takes 50, the Nuggets were something was going horribly wrong because he is not going to shoot so many times that Denver needs it. Like tonight, he gets 50 because it's like nobody else is going to make something. This is a tough one, guys. This is a tough losers' lounge to be on. It's aided by the fact that I've had like six Breck brews. Yeah, yeah. Adam is uh, turned up to 11. Let's I'm go. I'm turned up to 11, man. <laughs> I'm turned up to 11. We got a lot of take. I mean, there's. This is a meaty losers lounge we're going to have. A lot of conversations. Don't worry guys, we're going to have proper We're going to have a lot of criticism for Barton. I, I got a lot of people wondering if we're going to talk about it. Yes. <laughs> we will in fact talk about how badly he 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 was he played tonight and really for the last couple games, but um first some introductions. Yeah, we should introduce. A lot of people think Vote looks very different. <laughs> he does look a little bit a little bit different. But first guys, our presenting sponsor tonight oh. DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't know if you've heard of it. Almost made some. I made a little. Actually, I came out even tonight. I bet Rashawn Holmes points. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was your saving grace. Um, but you want to use promo code DMVR when you do. Uh, new vote. New vote over here. It's uh, Spencer from DNVR Golf. That is me. <laughs> <laughs> big Drive Spence. Big Drive Spence. Big Drive Spence. Yeah, dude. Big Big Drive Spence uh, and DNVR Golf making a big membership push. Got a lot of. Uh, Follows today on Twitter. They're Big giving push away a today. Free we, we followed a ton of people or got a ton of follows on Twitter and we got a, a lesson, a golf lesson with the Denver Bronco today. Oh, so it was a great really? day. And yeah. Justin you did Cernod. A, you did, yes. Who I, was it? Uh, Justin Cernod, the linebacker. Oh, nice. So How are a, linebackers at golf usually? He was really good. Like, really? He was like raw Smashes talent. Smashes at 500 He yards. was like, I met him and I was like, holy shit, you're way bigger than I thought you were. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Over here, I got D-line. What's up, guys? I don't I win, lose. I prefer a win, just to be clear. <laughs> but. Say, whatever you're about to say is a lie. <laughs> we still booze. Uh, uh, then over here, of course, Duvalier. That is not Brennan for everyone. That is not there. Brennan. It is not. The it's haircut not that Brennan got, they put on. <laughs> 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 it's so true. Well, guys, this sucks, man. I mean, I don't. I, I want to ask the big takeaway before I push anybody anywhere. But one thing that is just like undeniable the Nuggets this season, pretty good record. If you just take out the three losses to the goddamn Sacramento Kings, every like every team has a team that has their number, but usually it's not a horrible. Like if you're a good team, your your number is not got by a horrible team, and the Kings look like they have some pieces or this or that, but their record proves they are not good. They only beat the Nuggets, and that sucks, so man. Just- and it's even especially more ironic and maybe to me personally a little bit funnier that it's Malone's team that he most would like to have a winning record for and he does not they're 10 and 10 in the Malone era against the Sacramento Kings which I find it funny but I'm going to start over here on the right with Duvalier superstar dev what's your what's your big takeaway from this you can go a lot of directions there's so many di- different directions that you can so go many. but the one direction that I have to go with oh is Harry Styles everyone <laughs> is so upset so upset whenever you say anything critical about Michael Porter Jr. This was the worst Michael Porter Jr. game. That was not a good game on either end of the floor. He couldn't make shots. Defensively, he's been what he's been as of late. That has to be my biggest takeaway of the game. He was he was horrible today. Michael He's a minus junior. A team worse minus twenty tonight, and that was lifted by the fact that Jokic made all those freaking shots at the end to like make it more respectable. He really was tough and there's a lot of layers to this onion. 
One of them is we know Michael Porter, at least I believe, is a lot better of a player than what he was tonight. In part, he goes 3 of 11. And I don't remember what he was the last game, but it wasn't great as well. And it's, it's a little bit of a stretch here. He makes mistakes. He lowers your, you defensively. Like he, The team, I think, defensively doesn't have a ton of confidence. But he makes up for a lot of that, sometimes more than that by knocking down shots. And to me, it looks like his confidence is rattled. If I could ask you to play body language doctor <laughs> over here. Doc Spence. Yeah. Uh, he's just got that look where it kind of goes back to when he was getting benched after he'd make a mistake and he knew it and like once the mistake happened he's like oh no here it comes again and that's like he didn't it didn't happen today completely but he did get benched I think middle of the fourth quarter and it's just one of those he he has that language like I if I don't play like he's got he's putting extra pressure on himself instead of just being confident and playing and it also hurts when the guy that you're matched up against he started tonight um has 28 points right, in Harrison right. Barnes and makes everything he looks at. It doesn't, it, it, and then you put it that there's so there's two sets of extra pressure on Michael Porter Jr. and he just did not. He crumbled under it tonight. I mean, if you look at just the starting lineup, actually, if you look at everybody, here's what's crazy: you have Millsap was a minus two, Barton was a plus three, Porter was a minus twenty, Barton was a plus, Jokic was a plus two, Morris was a plus one. Green a minus three, minus one for Chanchar, minus one for Howard, minus four for Hampton. Everybody is a minus or plus four or less. And then you have Michael Porter, who is a minus 20. <laughs> and I feel like it felt like that tonight. Like Minus 20? It, it felt like that tonight from blown rotations to like just guarding your man to what you're talking about and not being able to do it. And I don't want to put this on because, honestly, there's so many <laughs> things. on the screen right now? Oh, yeah. Michael, yeah, the Michael Malone, like is out and I have to say this like <laughs> I don't want I don't think that this game is on Michael Porter like solely like hey some nights there are guys that you're like yo it's on it's on so and so sometimes Porter it's heavily on him cuz this was a great opportunity he played 34 of 48 minutes tonight was a minus 20 in a 5 point game the 14 minutes without him were a plus 15 in like limited minutes and this was to me I wish he had more confidence from his coach. I wish Michael Malone believed in him more. It feels to me very much like Michael Malone doesn't believe in him. And I know as a player, and you, we've talked about this, Dev, that's tough when you sense that your teammates and coach don't believe in you. And I feel like he's playing like a guy like that. But at the same time, you only get so many opportunities in the NBA and you can't wait for the situation to be perfect or for all this. You have to break through whatever wall it is that it takes to show adversity to get to the other side. And tonight, he got 34 minutes despite the fact that he was pretty bad in all 34 of them. And they kept going back to him, kept going back to him. He had so many chances tonight to turn a corner and he just didn't. Yeah, before the game and in the pregame show, Vote said, um, what, which game would you take from, from Mike today? Would you take one where he goes wild on offense and there's a yeah, Mike type of game? Right. Or one that he's locked in on defensively, he's rebounding and doing everything that he had to do? Well, we didn't get either one of We didn't get either. (laughs) That's what makes it so hard because everyone is saying that Michael Porter Jr. should be on the floor. He should be out there playing. Tonight was a night that he was on the floor, and not only was he on the floor, he was relied on to be a scorer, to be the the, the offensive weapon for the Nuggets. and. He did not show up, so it put it on other guys to to have to put themselves in situations, as well as Jokic had to carry the load all by himself. And and that's just not something that you want from a player like Jokic, because like you said to begin the show, if Jokic gets 50, that means that everyone else around him is not doing as much. He's having to do a lot He doesn't want to get 50. He doesn't want to get 50. Just makes it tough. Yeah. Yeah. um, My biggest takeaway from the game is that um, when we don't have our top four guards, like – 
We're not as deep as we want, maybe once thought. That is true. Maybe well, not so as Marcus deep. Howard's number minutes were weren't fantastic. Although it was fun. Like I won't I lie. Did, as soon as Marcus I came in, I was like, shoot him. it, shoot it every shoot time. It. And then he missed a bunch, and I was still like, whatever, shoot it. Um, He's not going to sleep well tonight, man. Marcus Howard is not going to sleep well man, tonight. Man, what a gross game by almost every measure, except for except Nicole for Jokic going for just 50. the greatest player of all time. Like. It's funny because when the the chips were down, it was like just give it to Jokic, just give it yeah. to you. Like you can't, you literally can't rely on anybody else to even like shoot three pointers. Even Jokic has to hit the three pointers. He's got a rebound. He's got a dish out assist. Like Will Barton was as bad as Will Barton can be tonight. Like Michael Porter Jr. I don't know if it's confidence. I mean, it seems that way. This is a trend. I, I feel like it's he was trending up to down. Four. Like confidence looks like it's trending no, like way was, the f down. I feel for like him. he was up till four a.m. playing Fortnite. If you're, if, well, if I'm so, guessing. I have a question for you guys, and this may be an overreaction to this game, but do you think going forward teams will look at the Nuggets and be like, let Jokic have whatever he wants, as long as we let him do that? No, we're not going to lose to this team. I'll say no, just because of the fact that I think Jamal that any other out. night you'll have another player that's going to step up and score. Also, this was just a bad scoring night completely for the Nuggets. Um, Will Barton did not step up. He played really bad. So bad. Uh, Millsap wasn't great tonight. Um, Monte wasn't what he's been. Nobody else was really what they had been. Monte was turning the ball over? You can't do those type of things on a regular night. This was just a night that it was perfect, and it just happened to be against the Kings, who already seemed to have their number. I think the thing we're not talking about here is defensive, and if like it's tough to criticize Jokic in a game where he drops fifty, an extremely efficient twenty of thirty-three from the field, fifty points. But the one thing I will say is that his defense has trended down over the last three or four as well. And part of this is he's asked to do so much offensively, but at the same time, when you're down so many guys, yeah, you need your, your top guys, your top guys, like you need your superstars to step up in every facet. And like he stepped up beyond anybody's wildest expectations today scoring. But I felt like defensively, he's not without blame for why it was so easy for Sacramento to score tonight. And they got, they got their efficient points. I would say the first reason is because Denver just, we were talking about this as the game was live. It's very noticeable how unathletic Denver is. <laughs> you know, unless you're talking about RJ Hampton. RJ, then he stood out so much because so of that. Much, like we're gonna talk a lot about RJ Hampton. I thought this was his best game of his career, which doesn't say much, but it's his best. He was very impressive tonight. But part of that was because he was like, "Oh wow, De'Aaron Fox is three times quicker than everybody on the Nuggets <laughs> roster." And Denver, even their guys that are quote unquote good defenders, just look like they couldn't stay in front of him. And and it makes you like you start to go through it and you go, "Okay, Millsap, terrible athlete." Uh, Jermichael Green, average or below, you go through, you go Monte Morris, not a great athlete, you know, um, you start going through the list and you're like, where are the great athletes at? Michael Porter, who's kind of a weird athlete, by the way, like, he doesn't utilize all of it. I, I would say, I would call him a weird human. <laughs> not going to go there, but, but but he's probably got like a 40-inch vertical and all oh this stuff, God, but it doesn't dude. always pop off the screen where it's like he's out athleticizing everybody. RJ Hampton really was the only guy, and yeah. in games like this, you really notice it. So much, and uh, for me, it was beyond beer. even. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, just by the way, like you're like semi-negative slant on Jokic, like just set the comments on fire. You yeah. need to be traded anyway. Um, <laughs> Nobody can question my Jokic credentials, guys. I guess Europe. There's a lot of people staying no, up in Europe cannot, tonight. Yeah, you, you like I'm to, sorry, Jokic you try gets, to pull his Jokic. Jokic gets a you, singular Jeff. A plus tonight. Not an A plus plus, but he gets an A plus. Yeah, the, I mean, you know, this, it, like it's. The thing about basketball is that like it's different when it's different people playing it. So like when you don't have Jamal Murray playing and instead you have RJ Hampton, you don't have PJ Dozier. Instead you have RJ Hampton, Marcus Howard. <laughs> you have Marcus Howard. 
it just you know it throws things off like you know Gary has been wildly uh, inconsistent this year and I don't think there's a single person though that argues that he hasn't been trending up and like there's just something to be able to have something you can count on from your teammates as you know for Gary it's always defense but as we went down the stretch it was like what can we expect from a single other player on the court to do outside of Nikola Jokic? Like, just feed Nikola Jokic in the paint or behind the three-point line, and like everybody else, just get out of the way. Michael Porter Jr.'s head was hanging; right. he was ha- his hands were on his hips. So miserable, dude. And it's funny because the third quarters have been the killer for Denver. And in this one, I think it was actually the start of the fourth because Jokic plays the whole third. He comes out. I think Ryan Blackburn had it. He came out for 69 seconds. Nice. Typically, it'd be nice. Not (laughs) so nice tonight. Like, Denver, not... On this receiving end of that 69 seconds, is that right? There's, I think there's usually the very, there was a very unreciprocal 69 seconds. That's a real give and take. It was a really unreciprocal 69 seconds. Definitely nuggets. 68. Now you won. But I mean, honestly, yes. like this was this was the thing: is Jokic came out in the Laker game for three minutes, and the game was literally over in those three minutes. They go from leading to down big, and then in this one, you sit up for 69 seconds, and it's like. <laughs> now we have to dig out of an even bigger hole than they were in. Yeah, but the thing that befuddles me about this game is when Ooh, you have guys. Befuddle. The thing that throws me off, though, really, is you have guys that are they're bench guys that are finally getting the minutes. So you would expect them to overplay, play right. super hard. Then you see your best player give his all on offense, and he's doing everything that you have to do like to win a game. You would, you would expect more people to be inspired or at least just to try, just right. to put themselves in situations where it's like, hey, Yoke, I see you doing everything that you have to do. We're going to do our point, too. We're going to play harder defense. We're going to grab the boards. We're going to do more for right. you since you, you're exerting so much energy on offense. Let us have your back. That's the thing for me with the Nuggets. They just a lot of guys don't have his back. It seems like he's on an island out there. He's it looks like the NBA math on the court. Like right, it does look like that. About it. Where he's, he's up in the clouds he's and he's so like, guys, like, somebody climb this mountain with around me. me and it's I'm no so one lonely on up here. That's just that 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 throws me off about the Nuggets this year. Nuggets have like. How many of Jokic's best regular season games have come this season? I think like we're twenty one or twenty two games into the season. Twenty two games. I feel like. 10 of his top 25 regular season games have already come this season and I don't know they're probably 5 and 5 in those games and the worst part is you can't appreciate them all because they're not winning them tonight's not a game I'm going to want to go back and like relive like all there's a lot of great Jokic games where I'm like I want to watch that one every now and then I'll find it cover to cover Uh, uh, this is one where I'm like Yo, did we have this? We had the lead for like 11 seconds this game, right? I know, yeah. We were up by one, it, and it yeah. was like, okay. And then they just immediately hit a three. Because well, yeah, even, at, even at the point. end of the game, Yoke was shrugging his shoulders like after he made that inbounds pass. <laughs> and the ball found him, and he banks a three in. And it's just like that was the kind of night that the Nuggets had. Joke, Since you're man. on, you have to do the reads, you know. Oh, well, I, I know <laughs> you know how to do them. I do know how to I do them. I know you know how to do them, so you better which, pull those up because we're coming. But right. before we do, I want to play to the crowd here. I want to play to the audience. I had to block a guy. I don't like blocking people, uh, yes, but somebody thought it would be a good idea guys? to live tweet all of Bartman's mistakes as if I wasn't seeing them, like if it's a, as if I wasn't watching the game and it would be a good idea to just hit me with like, and it was literally every time down court, like didn't even look at Michael Porter in the corner, like boom, instant block. So guys, <laughs> heads up, please don't do that. Like <laughs> This is a, a, a sub. Because here it's I am, morning I'm never <laughs> lying to you guys. I'm never like sharing. I, I don't carry water for any of these dudes. I don't know them. And I actually haven't seen any of them for 12 months. Say, like, there's no value in me carrying water for guys. I, I just, in my like, opinion, don't like They aggressively dislike me, actually. It's, a, it's actually right, Eric. Thank you for that clarification. 
Will Barton was atrocious tonight, and it's a trend with him. Like he's, and I don't. I think a lot of people want to blame this on like selfishness or some ego thing that I just don't think is there with him. I just don't think he has it this year, guys. Like every now and then he has a decent game because he'll knock down some threes or this or that, but he can't get to the cup. He doesn't have his athleticism. He's he's what he's aged a lot. And it's the injury, guys. There's nothing else to it. It's the injury. But he's playing it like I would have expected him to play at like 34, 35. He's why I don't think he's not the type of player I expect to have a long, extended career. Because once that athleticism is gone, he has to adjust. And he hasn't really learned how to do that so far. And, again, like we want to talk about Michael Porter and how bad he was. At least Will Barton knows where to be on the court and like not to make, make those, those real egregious mistakes. But at the same time, man. Four of twelve tonight. So bad. Three turnovers, and that doesn't even tell the story of it. Like he couldn't guard anyone tonight as well. Yeah, but to go back to Barton, um, that's what I'm talking about. Barton is being exactly what like what he's always been. Um, right. The, the, Can't the do it. The fact though. is that he's not making the shots. And right. That's when you start yep. to really see the things that he needs to work on, or where you really get to to criticize him, is because when the shots are not falling, it's easy is easier to see like the criticism. I remember a couple years ago when Nate Robinson was in the league. He was Hell making yeah. <laughs> everything half court, all these shots, and everybody loved Nate Robinson. He's dunking and everything. As soon as he starts missing those same shots that he was taking, it's like, why is he in the league? This guy right. is horrible. Yeah. Right. Get him out of the league. And that's what that's what's happening with Barton. Yeah. He's not making the same shots. He's not the same player that he once was. I don't think we'll ever see the player that he once was. And he doesn't have the athleticism and, and explosion that he had due to the injury. It's going to be hard for him to come back. But then at the same time, it's like so many IQ plays or things that like he's a good fit for certain right. things that that make he's underrated in that a, in that regard. That but, that it makes it difficult. But this is a game that Barton was he was horrible. He was absolutely and they needed him so to be good bad, at the dude. thing he likes most, which is scoring. They they needed him to be good at that tonight. He gets eleven points. Dude, what about when he was like? Went down. It was like shaking back and forth, and then the guy just, like, just dropped the ball. Like, oh, grabbed man. it. The guy just was like, <laughs> "I'll take it." Well, <laughs> and I think that's what makes this game hurt worse is that we they needed uh, Will Barton. They, they desperately they, like, needed Will Barton. In a game with Jamal Murray on the floor, you don't. And Will Barton takes. And Will Barton goes two for two for six. It's not that bad of a game, but he goes four for twelve, and it's all of a sudden a bat. Like yeah. you see it. It's in the spotlight. But this is what I'm saying about him. I don't. I don't think he's capable of the big game. And I'm not saying that to be a hater. Like, I like Will Barton. I think he's way better than what the most fans seem to think over the over his career in Denver. But I just don't think he's capable. If Denver has to play on Monday without with the same lineup, yep. I wouldn't be like, well, we need Mar Barton to go for 25. Because I would just be like, that's not going to happen. I might as well no, say no. Marcus Howard needs to go for 25. I think he can do some of the, like, role player stuff. I just – he's hurt, it's, man. It's, like, it's, it's not it's, – he's hurt. When you find yourself in a position where you're like – Reliant on Will Barton yeah. and Paul Millsap, and right. some of these and Paul other Millsap players. especially. Yeah, you're like, oh no, <laughs> like, oh no. These are the guys we need to be counting on us or counting on to score right. outside of Jokic. Like, this is a bad situation. Like, we need Jamal Murray. Like, we can't work. This team does not work without Jamal Murray. Right. Like, it just doesn't. There's just no way around it. Like. And it does. And they work. need good Jamal Murray. That's they the thing. Is like Jamal when he's. We talk about this all the time. Jokic is pretty much always good. I don't think he was good last game against the Lakers. I think that was his one game that I would give him like below a B grade. Which he's an surprised. A. He's got like twenty-two games. He's got like eighteen A's, three B's, and then the one failing grade against the Lakers, in my opinion. 
so he's been fantastic this year, but it, you need that second guy. When he's up here, when Murray's up here, they win. When Murray's here, 50-50. When Murray's down here, they lose. Or when he's not available, they, they lose. And this is how it goes right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, like just the simple fact of just having guys out causes just such a shift in the equilibrium of this team. Like it's just like a gyroscope where it gets imbalanced. You like don't quite know what the bench unit is. Like guys are not used to playing yeah. with one another. We were getting a nice rhythm with Faku. Obviously Murray and, and uh, Jokic were doing things because they always do. And Gary. And then you have to like put guys that were comfortable playing with other guys in the starting lineup. Then it's new guys that haven't played all season right. in the bench unit. And you're just like, what is happening? What is this? But as much as I'd love to just spend all this time, you know, I know for fans, they really want to just rag on Will Barton, who again was a team high plus three tonight. Like this is what's funny about it is he was literally people are like plus minus doesn't matter. And like, I'm not saying Will Barton is the reason he was a plus three night. Jokic was the reason anybody was a positive yeah. in tonight's game. He, if plus minus was perfectly accurate, he would have been a plus 50 tonight. Like that's how great he played. But Will Barton was still a plus three. The reason tonight is that the Michael Porter Jr. experiment has really gone off the rails over this last week. And it's just concerning to me because my, my take on it is twofold. Michael Porter has a lot of tough lessons to learn. It's funny that the card he got pulled was the tower, where it was all about. <laughs> remember the, the tarot card we did yeah, before the season with Ariadna Lardarski? He, he needed to acknowledge, look in the mirror. And make changes. It was that the, the the worldview has to change exactly. Like your worldview falls for it to be rebuilt or whatever. And like, so there is part of this where vaccinated. I'm like, I know this is the Bardem effect where we're just like projecting things into this or whatever. But I'm ser- I'm serious about like, there's a lot that Michael Porter doesn't know that I have been very vocal about. But at the same time, he's better than this. And what scares oh, me about it is that. Over this last week, he's moving in the other direction. Confidence, effectiveness, shot making, all of those things are moving in the wrong direction, and I hate to see it. Everything is about confidence with him, especially a player yeah. that that's game is all about taking tough shots and making tough shots. He's a, he's a tough shot taker, but he's also a tough shot maker. And when your confidence is down and you're not even shooting the same shots that you normally would, <laughs> You're not going to find any type of flow um, at all. Um, I'm sorry. I have to I interrupt yo, because we just went from Hanson yo, I'm to you. Creed at the bar. I don't know what the hell is happening. Am you, I like, in hell right now? No, the bar, the bar, the <laughs> bar, the like, place. The bar is definitely like aware that the Nuggets lost, but they turned the page pretty quick. Like, <laughs> we immediately got some Neil Diamond. Oh. We went straight into like we did. Uh, we went from Neil Diamond to Hanson yeah, no, to re- Creed. It's uh, it's turn up time well, downstairs. Let's, we, let's take a break. I might have to buy a new song for, just for the bar tonight. <laughs> Like suck. Get the touch tunes rocking. <laughs> but for Spencer, Spence. we've had a lot of people do ad reads here. Harrison's the gold standard. What read are we doing? We're doing Friday show, so you can go to first ad break for Nuggets Friday show. You know how to do this. this. Adam, I don't know if I'm in there. Adam likes to put people in positions to fail. Oh man, this Look is such a bummer. Yeah, this is. I got result. this. Like I will are you handle sure? this. Yeah, I just don't know where it is. Oh, I'm gonna find it for you right here. Watch, you're gonna see this here. Podcast traffic log. <laughs> I can't wait to see how he does on this. All right, we're on Friday. BSN Nuggets. They haven't traded that part, but you can scroll over. You know how to. Do you know how to read this? No. All right, everyone you know in the chat. This? No, I everyone have in this. the chat. <laughs> I have that right there. No, this is good. This is Hold great. on, stay tight. Great pod. Do you know how to read these? You got to click it for me, dude. I, there's nothing. Oh, you don't know the reads off the top of your no, head? I, I have this. Oh, you have a whole different thing over here. What do you What do you guys think of this uh, in the chat? Let us know. <laughs> give me this. Oh, actually, you want to know something? <laughs> Kale could actually help help us out by giving us a Zoom Care read first while we prepare because we actually have Zoom Care today. Yeah, we'll come on, Kale, help care. us out. We can do the video one, yeah. Yeah, yeah Zoom yeah. Care. Please, God. <laughs> 
So what exactly is video care? Well, video care is like a trip to Zoom care, just from your couch. You can see, hear, and chat with your doctor, just like a traditional in-office visit. Get secure access to urgent, primary, and specialist care, including mental health. It's all from the comfort of your own home. Video care is covered by most private insurers, usually with a copay. Head to zoomcare.com slash video to get started. We should put people on to do the ad read from the group chat. All right, so we were talking about the meat earlier, and now we're going to talk about the real special type of meat and Hassle Cattle Company, Wagyu. Look at Jeff's face. We were talking about meat earlier. <laughs> we were. We said we were getting into the meat of the conversation. Oh, we said meaty. That, oh. And that made me immediately think to Hassle Cattle Company. I because buy a different sauce I, 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 I uh, grilled up some ribeyes last night. Phenomenal. Is this a I true gotta, story? I gotta ask you. Is this uh, 100%. Vote I, in the comments if you think this is a no, true this story. Is I gotta ask you, though, about your method grilling versus flat top. Why the grill? Uh, because I have a grill. Oh, okay. And well, I was like, and I like to grill. That's like my my know, number but one. But it, but so much of that fat renders and and spills off into the flames, wasted. It's not like a. I mean, there's not actual flames coming up. Like <laughs> okay. it's. I still get the fat. That's my okay. favorite okay. part okay. of the stick. <laughs> All right. So we have a Hassle Cattle Company Premier Wagyu Beef. We brought you damn good beer, and now we're bringing you damn good beef. Let's go. Hassle Cattle Company is the absolute best source for farm-to-table Wagyu beef. In the country, in the entire United States. <laughs> this is incredible read. This is the Will Barton of reads right here. Hassle Cattle Company is a fourth generation cattle farm out of Texas. Are you going to read the or are you going to put from the heart, dude? Speak from the heart. They ship straight out of Texas, straight to your door. It is phenomenal. The beef bacon is phenomenal. Oh, the true. beef sticks are phenomenal. Now, now the ribeyes, he's got his flow. They have oh, Denver he's steaks. He's cooking now. Denver steaks. What is more DNVR than Denver steaks? Nothing. Nothing is more DNVR. And you can grill. I mean, it, they ship right to your door. You put it on the grill or a flat top if you don't like the grill. I don't know who doesn't like grilling their steaks, but you put it on a flat top. You can put it in a stove top. And or you can and we. All right. Yo, the the bar. (laughs) The bar's popping for some reason. So weird vibes at the bar, but still, do not forget to head to hasslecattlecompany.com. H a s s e l cattlecompany.com. Use that promo code DNVR10 for 10% off your order. And if you buy $200 worth of meat, you get free shipping right to your door. Man, they're really... I don't even know this song. Do you know this one, Dev? This is what? Lips... Yeah, you don't know this song? <laughs> what is it? Lips, of, know an, Lips of an Angel by... Uh, um, doesn't uh, matter. Doesn't, doesn't really matter. matter. Doesn't matter. Can this it. is a high school song for me. <laughs> All right, let's pull on to some better things, guys. The the silver lining of tonight's game was twofold. One, Jokic went for 50, and like honestly, man, if I'm being perfectly honest with you guys, watching Jokic go for 50, even a loss... I've watched the Nuggets for 37 years of my life. That's not true. I don't think I watched them when I was four. But for most, at least 30 years. For 30 years, I've watched. (laughs) For 30 years, I've watched the Nuggets team play, and watching Jokic go for 50 in a loss, it's still in the top like 90th percentile of Nuggets experiences. Oh, get out of here with your two little these little (laughs) gossip girlies over here. Um, no, I do agree. I did call it. I said Jokic is going to make a three here and get his career high in 48 at the point. Still felt dirty because you knew they were going to lose oh, yeah. when he got there. Mm-hmm. Yo, he yeah, had full sing along going down. It's, like, Ooh, down like, it's, it's, six, like, it's 6 p.m. Like, by the way. The DNVR bar is popping. Oh, wow. They're feeling it. Uh, RJ Hampton, though, to me, was the other silver lining tonight. He gets seven points, 10 rebounds, two assists. RJ was great, dude. You know, not. I don't think you should expect to. RJ's doing the perfect job. 
of what a rookie should do when they come into a game. You're not out there to do all the things you did in high school. You're not out there to do all the things that are in your mixtape, knock down the threes and go for dunks to the side. You're out there to hustle, rebound, and show that you can learn the details before they you know, allow you to do the fun stuff. And I feel like he – I've said this all year, but tonight he gets a lot of minutes. He gets 27 minutes tonight. And I felt like he was all about, I know why I'm out here. I got to tilt the game from an energy perspective. Ten rebounds from a dude that weighs 130 pounds. Okay, he weighs more than that. But if it doesn't weigh a whole lot, is impressive as hell. And that guy just like, I'm rooting for him. I don't know if he's a good player yet, but I really hope he is because I just love his energy and the way he approaches it. You talked about RJ Hampton coming in and doing what the Nuggets needed him to do tonight. RJ Hampton came in and did something that would be a nation, like to keep him in this league. That's something that every single team will want. A guy that's super athletic, that does everything that you need. He's, he's everywhere on the floor. He's, he's, you know, he does, he takes open shots. He's. In the open like lanes, like he's he's getting to the open spot. Everything is just good with him, and that's the type of um, characteristic he's gonna have if he wants to stick around for a while. Yeah, dude. And he was the literally the only player that could stay in front of De'Aaron Fox. And right at the end of the game, right, like it was it point. was like why can't why can't we put R.J. Hampton on De'Aaron Fox? Like I love Monte Morris just as much as anybody. I might love Monte Morris you might more than more anyone. than anyone. On I might Earth. be the top Monte man in this world, and yet <laughs> still, I was like, please put R.J. Hampton in. Like we're not getting enough offensively out of Monte Morris to justify the fact that he gets blown by with almost no regard on every time down on that side of the court. It is so frustrating to get beat in the same way over and over and over and over. We get we get beat with Rashawn Holmes. Push shot. Push shot floaters from the top of the key. That and, guy is like unbelievable. And we get beat Holmes. With deer and Fox blow bys. And it's just like that or that or that or that. It's De- just De- Darren knows it too, man. He was John at the whole Nuggets <laughs> roster, just like. Oh, and he had a right God. to. Like it was. He, I'm sure he's telling him, like, you guys can't guard me. And it's like, yeah, they're all like, yeah, we actually <laughs> can't do that. Um, Rashawn Holmes' push shot, though. <laughs> Most, the best shots of all time Kareem Skyhook, number one. <laughs> Michael Jordan's follow-away, turnaround uh-huh. his follow-away, yeah. number two. I would put Rashawn Holmes as the 14-foot push shot at number three, and then the Dirk one-legged fadeaway, I think that's number four. Um, that's it. Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Curry didn't even make the list. Curry has to be Eat your list. heart out, Steph Curry. Yeah, he's all right, but he's no Rashawn Holmes from 14 <laughs> feet out. That's a lock. Logo Lillard can go home and cry. That is a guaranteed shot. I, you know what's funny is I had people texting me about how great he was you know, I talked to a, a guy who trains NBA player. He always texts me, and he's he's like, dude, that Rashawn Holmes, high IQ player, knows his spot. And we were joking about it today. He got the shot from 15 feet, and he's like, no. Yeah. Runs a pick and roll, gets it at 13 feet, and he's like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> Boom, trained it. It's like he knows exactly where the range ends, and he doesn't take it. I love and, it. And every, everybody around him knows where to find him. No, every exactly one of his where. shots come from the exact same spot. There was one time it was on the, uh, like, in the on corner, the side, and you're like, well, what is happening here? And it still was a swish. <laughs> God damn it. He's, he's, he's working oh. on that part of his game every single day, and it's just in him. But also, that that comes with IQ. He's not stepping outside of himself. There was a lot of times he looked at the realm. He's like, nope, I'm going to get in a little bit closer. I'm going to pass it and get back to my spot. And the Kings did a good job of putting him right back into where he needs to be. And like you said, that's just a high percentage shot. There's, it, it's, it's better than a dunk at this point. It really is better than a dunk. <laughs> Can you even call it a high percentage shot? Like, it's a... It is. A, it's just a uh, a screen dunk. It really is, man. <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, but but you know, back to R.J. Hampton. I, you know, I wonder if he's earned himself some more minutes. He's played a lot over this last little stretch, 
And I think the numbers bear out that he's actually been a negative when he's on the court. But again, like if you just talk about guys that seem to understand what they need to do to earn more minutes, I think he's got it. And I don't know if it's going to happen this year for him or not. But he's a guy to me that I'm just like, could Denver, if they were to make a trade, and it would end up being some kind of consolidation where you have to throw out some of the guards that you have on your roster now and consolidate, whether that's Gary Harris, Will Barton, P.J. Dozier, Facundo Compadre, whoever it is, you consolidate and bring Wes back. Could you count on him for 10 minutes a game? I think you could. Like, I think I count on R.J. Hampton 10 minutes. He'll be a negative sometimes, but I feel like he, he does the right things that, hey, put him out there. I'm sure that his negative comes in garbage time, like the, the most ultimate garbage time in They've Maybe. been horrible in, in uh, like when in the last minute of the game. That's where yeah. a lot of teams have like backdoor covering and everything like that. There's, everyone goes on a run for the for the garbage time. So when you put them with other guys that can actually create on their own and put them in spots where he could be himself, he's been looking good. Like today was a game that you could you could say, yeah, I'll play him for ten minutes. Yeah, and I think the the biggest part about RJ Hampton is all the guys that played tonight were not rotation guys no. and any rotate any non-rotation guy come in play hard nuggets fans will like it malone will like it and he was the only one that did that tonight it was like all over the court making plays like yeah is he sloppy did he did he drop a ball when he had an open layup yes yeah. But overall, like if you're playing hard and you're a non-rotational player, that's what you need to do Sometimes, to get more minutes. Dudes, and you, you need to surround transcendent talents with tryhards. Oh, it's yeah. so true, man. You need to put like Facundo Campazzo as a tryhard. RJ Hampton is a tryhard. Will Barton is a don't don't try that, man. Like, <laughs> like uh, you just need like, especially around Jokic, like you just need guys that are like cutting to the rim, that are engaged, that are causing confusion defensively and you don't need them to do a lot more on the offensive side of the ball and we just couldn't even get that like yeah. there was just like everyone just had like droopy diapers today <laughs> sad <laughs> times dude we get to talk about another fun one here which <laughs> we get another fun one which is marcus howard marcus howard gets into the game he has 12 minutes tonight which is kind of wild like i of all we were talking about before the game, who gets in? Well, it wasn't Bowl, it wasn't Hartstein. We'll talk about that decision here in a second. But it was Marcus Howard who gets 12 minutes. I enjoyed all six of his shots, but only one of them went in, man. I'm kind of blown away by that. Missed two wide open threes. How would you evaluate his game, Eric? I know you're a big Marcus Howard guy. Marcus Howard came in with the unbelievably, like, indefensible confidence that you want that's like, so true he came in and like and it couldn't be shaken like he was what one for six but i was still like keep shooting don't and stop he was him. he didn't shoot or shoot yeah. shoot or shoot and he didn't but he stopped shooting um but like i liked i really did like what i saw out of him just in the that the stage was not too big like he wasn't he wasn't like <laughs> shying away from it he was just off i mean whatever yeah. like he's not always going to be off that is the greatest percentage-wise uh, shooting guard the NCAA has ever seen. So, like, I want him to come in. I want him to start jacking up shots. Like, he's not. He might not be a player, though, because here's the thing about I him. I think he might be a player, dude. He's an elite shooter, but he doesn't do anything else. And if you look at the stat line, he gets 12 minutes tonight. He gets three points. Okay, the shot didn't fall tonight. If he plays those many minutes again and gets those shots, I'll bet you he has seven, eight, nine points. Yeah. I mean, he just had – it was clearly his first night getting real minutes. He had one rebound, zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks, one turnover. <laughs> like, he just that, – that's the thing about him is I don't know that he does anything else other than make shots. Yeah, that was his uh, that was his first quarter debut in his career. Never got in in the first quarter. Right. Um, he gets in and, and – I mean, that's the only thing you could expect from him. Like, that's the only reason that he was drafted is because he's a scorer, he's a gunner. Um, he's going to get shots up. They didn't fall today, but 
You said that you liked those shots. I did not like those shots as much. Like they he had all, two wide open ones, and he had a couple that were like, yeah, just well, all right, Marcus shots. <laughs> but, but he made also, one of the contestants. I was just going to say, but also with how many players were injured for the Nuggets and how the the flow of the offense was going, he has to take those shots. And you you want a guy that's going to be aggressive, that's going to take those shots, especially in that second unit that had to alter because of all of the injuries. So Marcus Howard doesn't make shots tonight, but keep shooting. You Marcus Howard fan? Dude, I love the three ball. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan of those dudes Chicks that just come in and fire it off. Ball. Like you know, Buddy Heald was 0 for 9 tonight, but that's what he does. And normally right. he's a killer. Like it, it does hurt when he had the wide open ones that he missed. Those ones, like if he if he goes three for six tonight, we're freaking out. They might have won. You know I mean? Yeah, exactly. They honestly, might have won. And he and they weren't. You know, they're they're shot. If he's taking shots within the flow of the offense when he's in the game, I'll take him. If he misses him, he misses him. But didn't he make like 99 of 100 threes in, in an empty yeah, gym like, or something like, like a, that? He's like a crazy like, shooter. That's crazy to me that he has two open shots and, and can't make them. I mean, Denver shot 37% and from three. And Jokic in particular goes three of six, which is some of the ones he hit were kind of crazy. But they shoot 37% as a team. But you get one of five from Howard, one of seven from Porter. Those, to me, are you probably your number one, number two best three-point shooters on the team. And you get two of 12 oversimplifying to say that's the game but it really was like you get you just get four of 12 out of them <sighs> and you probably win this one but this is dude all right everybody i know listen are you gonna exercise the bad at juju listen everybody listen i need up. you to listen play that can you play the like the music that's like real pat and passion speech one i need everyone in the chat to listen to me all right <laughs> we are involved in a 76 game season 72 72 game season nba seasons are very long a lot of things happen throughout NBA seasons. When different people play, different results happen. The human beings involved in the game make a difference. Great. And so when we lose certain players, the game becomes different. Like, we don't need to make trades. We don't need to blow the team up. We do need to get healthy. We're going to lose some games that we shouldn't lose down the, the, during healthy. the season. But we're also going to win some games that we're not supposed to win. Yes. Have yes, a little yes, patience. Yes. Monday night. Have a little patience, people. We're going to be back. The Nuggets just absolutely beat the snot out of the Jazz, the mm -hmm. number one team I in the remember. NBA. I remember. Gary Harris got hurt that game. The next game was against the Lakers, mm. a team that you need to have your team in fully intact to be able to compete against. Today we have four guards out, including Jamal Murray, who is our best, our second best player. Listen At times he's it. our best scorer. Listen to it. Things happen in the NBA. We lose games. Come on. Let's... Talk about what happened, but let's not lose our heads, shall we? Please? Okay. All right. That was very good. Actually, can we applaud this? This is good. Give us the applause. There were the jobs. You know what? It is true, though, because we have picked up a lot of European followers, and there's a lot of people watching, you know, even tonight, you know, from Europe, and we see them. They're the most vocal in the comment section often, and especially the Composo fans, I guess South American fans, but we get a lot of this of, like, <laughs> Malone needs to do this or this or that. Like the one thing that you don't get when you don't watch the NBA, like when you're coming over to the NBA for the first time, is just how damn long the season is. It really season. is a marathon, dude. Man. We got the brakes beat off of us so many times last year. We were talking like, about this last season. Game. We no. got like there were so many times where it was like, well, I guess Malone needs to be fired, and then once he's fired, we should probably burn his house down. And then, <laughs> and then we got to the playoffs, and it's like no. when this team is put in a situation where their backs against a wall, we've seen the resilience and the resolve that this team uh, possesses you don't get that every night in the nba like you just don't like players are tired they have to travel sometimes situations are untenable and like they ever, just the like you just song. need to understand like what we have on this team 
it, it's bad. This was a bad game. I, I said a lot of swear words. I swore at Dev. I called Dev a loser at some point. I don't think he heard me until just right now. I didn't know that. We're going to be back, so baby. It's, it's all right. It sucks to lose to the Kings. Uh, I get it. I get it. I wasn't listening, dude. I, I just like my favorite song. <laughs> he, called me a loser. he called you a loser. Well, I guess I agree with that. <laughs> Last year, around game 35, maybe game 40, halfway through the season, the Clippers blew out the Nuggets on national television so bad that Will Barton had to step up and be like, yo, you realize everyone thinks we're a bunch of punks? Yeah. And like, it, we're humiliating and like this or that. And at that moment, if you would have written the Nuggets season, it would have been like, you know what? They're not tough. They're not resilient. They're not going to ever beat the Clippers. They're not a real team. And then they go out and beat the Clippers because they're tough and resilient in the playoffs. And it's like, yo, this is long. So a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think, Oh, look at this. So in honor yeah, we, we, we're, we're, Oso the, Blanco really the throwing Rocky in, man. Coming, the, Rocky the Rocky is coming, is baby. Coming. I need some Rocky to be, I don't need Rocky, but I'm going to take it. It's Saturday. Oh, yeah, dude. Blanco. Let's take our, uh, let's take our final break. It looks like, Oh, oh no, we've got, no. we've got super chats to answer in this last segment. Oh, do we really we got some, some from Josh Moore. Yep. Can't wait for that. So let's take a hit at our last break here. You have those. You have that pulled up on your phone here. Which one is that? Oh God! We got dra- man. I can't believe. <laughs> you see what happened? Like if you want to like Jokic, I feel like Jokic dragging like all these dudes. If you want man, an illustration of what I'm talking about, here, Marcus Howard. <laughs> but if you want an illustration of what I'm talking about, consider what it's like when vote and excuse me when Harrison is in here reading the reads, oh, and then man. we change people. What happens? That's so true. Disaster. Harrison's it's off the rails. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Harrison's Jamal Murray over here. We put in Marcus Howard. <laughs> And then vote will be getting the house here for a second. For Unless you want to tag him out, are you good? Oh. Huh? All right. Yeah, it's gonna be a minute. You should pull your laptop in here and have Spence listen to him. <laughs> All right, so we're going to tell you guys about DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is the number one sportsbook online in America. And there's some game tomorrow between the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. The I don't, big game. I don't I don't know. It is the big game. I think it's, it's called a, the, I would the, call it the, a bowl. Actually, for this reason, you should just give us. Do you, have, do you have like a hot take on the Super I know you're a gambler. Spence might be number Dude. one gambler in the DNVR community. Spence, I have $1,500 on the Kansas City You didn't City have to flex like that, bro. You just said you the KC Chiefs. <laughs> Wow. If I'm going to watch the Kansas City Chiefs win a back-to-back Super Bowls, I'm going to at least make money off All right. Uh, he gets crazy with this. Javelli. Javelli. No, 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 no. I learned it's Javelli. 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 I learned somebody helped Thank me out. You Shouts. Guys. Shouts in the chat. Oh, yeah. Thank Can you, you guys. take from the back like, like a man or no? Oh, look at him. True oh, Serbian God. here. A true Serbian. I just had to spit mine out. I fucking <laughs> almost vomited. <laughs> that would have been funny. I, I can do it. I, I would have enjoyed Ready? that. Oh God, that one really got me. <laughs> Holy shnikes! All right, so the the fifty fifth Super Bowl is this weekend, <laughs> and DraftKings has a no brainer bet for all those new signups. All you have to do is, all you have to do is sign up. Use the use the code DNVR, and if one touchdown is scored, you double your money. It's called a no brainer. There's tons of no brainers all year, and you can make a ton of money off of doing no brainers. Love me some no brainers. Can I say no-brainers any more times? Probably not. All right, so... Making, making me want to bet on the Chiefs, man. This kind of sucks. <coughs> I might throw down a few They also have the big game prediction for the fourth quarter. 
uh, with a challenge up to $55 million in prizes. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its players since 2012, and they know a little bit of big, about big payouts. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR to get a shot at doubling your money if one touchdown, which is going to happen, is scored tomorrow in the Super Bowl. That's promo code DNVR. Get a shot at doubling your money. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash prediction dash challenge dash DFS for details. Do you have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-422-7400. I'm being nice to him. The new guy here. Yeah, Volt's off screen. He's got he's got now like the elite level. There's like certain reads that are easy. Certain ones are hard. Chevalier Mortgage. Let's go, baby. (laughs) Hey, Volt, did you want to come do Chevalier Mortgage? <laughs> sure. Right. Chevalier oh, Mortgage. Mike and Virginia. Mike and Virginia Chevalier. They're big DNVR fans. They're subscribers. They are awesome. <laughs> Man. I feel like um, Mo Cheeks over here at the national anthem. I gotta I gotta step uh, in. I'm gonna tell people about this. I say it all the time. How is wealth created in America? Through real estate. This is like if you don't you know a single rich person that doesn't own real estate or doesn't leverage their real estate for other investments? No, it's a fact. If you, but it, the barrier for entry, it's all about barrier for entry. People don't understand. They think it's so complicated. I could never do it. It's not true. What you need is somebody that knows you and that can help you through that complicated process. That's Mike and Virginia Chevalier, who, again, you already have something in common with them. They're diehard Denver sports fans, just like you. So you want to give them a They're call. They're suffering with us right now. They are indeed suffering with us. You can call Virginia at 303-257-6578. Ask them, say, hey, if you're a first-time buyer, say, hey, I'm a first-time buyer, but I just want to look into it. I want to get to go through the ropes. Don't think you're like, don't know enough to call them. You don't have to know anything. They'll walk yeah, you through that whole point. process. Or maybe you already have a real estate portfolio. You got a house, investment property, whatever it is. You want to... Check on rates because rates are so low right now and refinance your property. They're also there for that. So 303-257-6578 or you can call Mike directly, 970-412-2472, guys. I I say this stuff. You guys know this. I'm a big real estate guy. Like I say this because I truly believe in it. Um, And and they're obviously our partner here. DNVRmortgage.com is where you want to go. And then I have to give these for legal purposes. NMLS number for Michael Chevalier, 1931006. Virginia, and NMLS number, 1910631. Well done. That was... Who was it? That yeah, was who won two? Oh. oh, it was Jokic. I had the same guy. I had the oh, same right. guy for the game. Same, same. I thought it was points. Tyrese Halliburton. <laughs> I, did, I will say I did lose my triple-double bet. Yeah, uh, me too. 50. Re- I, I, don't play- I swear to God he had nine rebounds. They did well, not credit him on rebounds. You know why he only had eight rebounds? Because we needed ten. Because the he Kings did not miss a shot for most of the game. No. And, and RJ Hampton got every other one. RJ Hampton. They just didn't miss a shot. We were watching. We were counting for it. Um, all right. Are we ready? Is vote over there? Uh, he's not. But we can do super chats. Okay. Yeah, let's let's, do these let's super get to chats. some super chats, Kale. No, nah, well, <laughs> it is a 50-point game. You're going to want to be there for that. Um, I can't. Questions for Adam. On an earlier podcast, you said that this season will be defined on if we can fit MPJ into our system. Are we still there? What's the state of the team? Who are we? Who are we? Who, Who are, are we? Yeah, I, I love this. Is what I love about sports is they really do bring you to the core questions of life. Who are we? <laughs> Who are we? Who are, Who are, are we? this team? And also, why are we? Why are I we much ask. better? Much, much more. Uh, probing question no so i stand by that statement guys and i think if you just talked about this season as a success or a failure to me they're 12 and 10 there's a lot of time left but to this point if you would have told me this is where they are in the process of integrating at michael porter i'd say like yikes 
because it just hasn't been there. And we've talked about this in, in, in circles, but really it's about trust. It's about execution on his, it's about trust on Michael Malone's part, execution on his part, and then success as a team as a whole. And none of those three things have hit so far. So to me, line number one on the bio for the Denver Nuggets 2021 season is not a lot of progress thus far on the MPJ front. Well, yeah, and I think that the, the frustrating thing for us as fans and just watching the games is last game, when they lost to the Lakers and everything was falling down, and we were watching Paul Millsap play 32 minutes and MPJ had 20. I, I tweeted 17 minutes. times, "Why isn't MPJ playing? Like, let him make the mistakes." And then today he plays 34 minutes, I he believe, or 30, mistakes. and he made the mistakes. And it's so I think that hurts from a standpoint of like you wanted him to play more, and today Jamal's out, so you know he's starting, he's playing more, and he doesn't give you what you had hoped he was going to give you, and it just sucks. Like from a standpoint of. Here, this was another yeah. chance for him to step up. He, like you said, he makes four of seven from three instead of one. They win this game, and it's yeah. a totally different game. It is. It's funny, like when you have like a long-standing narrative like that, like where we, it's like this season is about MPJ. Like if the Nuggets are ever going to reach the pinnacle of what it is that we can imagine them being, it's with Jamal Murray firing. MPJ firing, Jokic in the middle of them, Gary Harris playing top defense, and then either Millsap or Green. And, uh, like, neither one of those goddamn guys, Murray or MPJ, can either stay healthy or hot at the right times. Like, they just cannot piece this together. The Nuggets, like, we just cannot see our fully formed battle station and what it looks like. Like, that is still, I mean, you know, it's a much better situation than when you have all of your team together and they just look lackluster. Like, we just cannot get this goddamn team together firing on all cylinders at the same time. It's Dev, so where frustrating. Do, where do you fall on the scale of just like, where? how do you feel about the Michael Porter thing? Malone not trusting him enough? Michael Porter not learning the lessons he needs to? Is, there, is that a spectrum? Where do you fall on it? I mean, I think <clears throat> it's still just a story that's still being written. Yeah. The best... Nuggets is going to be when all of them are going together. Like every single one of them are, are together. Jamal, Jokic, and Michael Porter Jr. Because we know that at Michael Porter Jr.'s ceiling, it's higher than anything else. We just saw Jokic go for 50 points, and it was amazing. But once we see Michael Porter Jr. does that, it just brings a different element to the team. It, like we, we're excited now, but the Yeah Mike night is one of the, the best nights of the oh, entire totally, year yeah. just because – we know what type of ceiling it is and how everyone else around him. We haven't uh, said those words in so long. We haven't oh, said I've, that. I've, I've been shoehorning them in at any opportunity. Uh, like when he gets like a, a picks up the ball under the net and like gently drops it in. I'm like, yeah, yeah Mike, wide open layup, baby, let's do it. <laughs> because you're trying to you're trying to you're relive that it. moment. Yeah, you're trying I want to get to feel that it. feeling back. I want it. I want and that's it. the type of that's 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 his high and that's what he could bring to to the Nuggets. Yeah, everything falls around him. I I really worry that. I mean, I don't know at what point you start to panic. Like, there is a trade deadline this year, and I do feel like Denver at the trade deadline is just going to have to make a decision. I don't know that you can go into a whole other offseason. But they just got it's got to start coming together for him now. Let me ask you this one, Dev. I'm going to start with you, but I want to ask you too, Eric. Do you feel like Michael Malone's success as a coach is tied to Michael Porter? I, I think it is, but I don't think that it should be. Um, okay. Just because Michael Porter Jr. had a whole year to learn the plays. Like, he, that was all he had to do. He didn't have to go and really run through practice or anything else. He, like, he had to learn the plays. He had to learn defensive assignments and, and where to be on the floor. You get to watch that. Like, you go to a gym or you go to a pickup right now, and you could just look for a few games and figure it out. Yeah. This guy had a whole year. And then also now he had a, so another cool. year that he actually was in the like in it, experiencing it. So I don't think that that's on 
Malone to have this guy run the plays or learn the plays or know where to be. Yeah. That's something that, that he should have already known and he has to do on his own time. So, so what, what do you mean by that question exactly? Like, what I'm saying is, can Michael Porter fail with the Denver Nuggets and Mike and Michael Malone succeed? So, right now, going forward, Michael Malone's already succeeded to this I point. Mean, so, yeah, th that's what that, I'm asking. So from this point going forward, like, can Michael? Does Michael Malone have the team around him that where he can? Here's who raise I'm, the here's level. Here's what I'm really asking you guys, because this is the thing that I think is on everybody's mind in some form or fashion. Is, you know. It didn't go well for Nurkic for a lot of reasons, Ooh. some of which was Denver's fault, some of which were not. But at the end of the day, they lost a very talented and promising player for almost nothing. In fact, they really paid to get rid of him when you would have hoped that you could have said, like, hey, here's a really good center, maybe a top 10 center in the NBA that's worth something. What can we get for him? And right now with Michael Porter, I still think he has a lot of value. I think somebody would take a shot on him. But that's the fear is that, like, you can't waste this asset and, and this player and say it not only did it not work out for us, but it also is not – now it's no longer a thing that this, is a value. This feels, like, too reactionary for me. Like, uh, Michael Porter Jr., he just, like – he looked like a shell of himself today. Like this was not. But he wasn't moving in that direction, though. It's. It. I, I agree. But before he got sick or whatever, like. He, hey, shouts he, to he Spence, like, guys. DNVR golf. You're gonna want to show him. Big drive, show, Spence. Dude. Big drive, Spence is a homie. He didn't know. He you didn't guys know really we were like gonna him. tap him in. He comes in. He reads the read. He gets absolutely flamed in the comments for doing it. <laughs> hey, you're one of my top two favorite people on the dude, the golf beat, bro. Big drive really, Spence. really. <laughs> big drive There's Spence. Only two I Follow Big Drive Spence. <laughs> Follow DNVR golf. These are the homies. Uh, Yep. Thank wow, you. that's going to be a lot of shots. <laughs> Every time Gary starts a game, Josh is just wow. That's a lot, man. <laughs> do you see the Do you see the the pain? You can bring on him up some rocky. Are right, you have some rocky? You can pour your own rocky. Gary actually. Harris did not start. He poured him a double. Well, and I did get a double. Okay. Oh yeah, I've seen this one on the timeline a lot. Jokic's the first center in NBA history to have 50 points or fifth. 50 points, 12 assists, 8 rebounds, since right? Kareem He's the Abdul first Jabbar. center to do it since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in 1970. Guys, there are this is a great stat, but these are this is anytime you have multiple qualifiers, whatever, Jokic is going to lead the NBA in three qualifiers. I Meaning anytime you say points, rebounds, assists, the Jokic is going to be like the only one Ooh. to ever done it cuz nobody does the combination of scoring, rebounding, and assists that Jokic does, other than Kareem, like the all-time Hall of Famers. Jokic is so good, man. It's like it's funny how many people really you see the national narratives and how many people wrote these stories, but he, people, Jokic fans need to buckle in. This is how it's going to be until and unless he wins a championship, and then it all will switch. Like Dirk Nowitzki, I know it's hard for people to remember because I know a lot of you guys are youngins. 2010 and a half, Dirk Nowitzki, a bum. A bomb, fake superstar, second tier, not really good at anything, actually, guys. He just shoots well but doesn't show up in the playoffs. And then all of a sudden it's like, does he have the greatest championship of the decade? He single-handedly carried him past the super team. Everything switched. And you know, it's, gonna, it's not fair. Uh, European players, too. Well, he is in my result. top three. <laughs> and I have a, and my top two are a little unusual. So, <laughs> so it's true. All right, what else we got? Uh, so that's a D N E D N V R. Look at that D N V R. How did I get through Holy that? That's shit, a, yeah, that like how good I am. I'm telling you, people it. don't know. I read Cyrillic. I really do. D N V R. That is what D N V R is. Does it really? It says printing D N V R on your shirt. So donation for printing. It looks a lot like four different letters. It really does. But that's D N V R. Different alphabets. Watch. Shouts to all my Serbians. They're gonna hop in and be like Adam. He's a homie. Geography and languages and birds and birds. Just really the whole animal kingdom. Vote. I gotta say, people really loving the haircut. 
I'm surprised. I think it's they just really, I went that long without getting they one. They really <laughs> like this haircut. Just sweet relief. Hey, uh, chat, do you guys have any thoughts on my hair at all? Or? <laughs> Oh, I love this. That, so that is so true. I think we're sub- that's how you do it, baby. We're probably culture. the first people ever to do that. I don't know. It's possible. I said DNVR. I got it right, guys. I mean, I'm telling you, like it you is DNVR. Right. All right, that's all we got. I'm super curious. Thank you, guys, everybody, for the super chats. We really appreciate. It. We really, honestly, we love you know, our people. We, we really do love our people. Like I know not. I know a lot of does. you are uh, screaming things at us that <laughs> make it very hateful. Like you very maybe personal. don't love us, yeah. but we love you. It doesn't matter. We're like Jesus that way. I honestly, you know what's funny, man. I embrace it all. I, we we share. I always say we suffer together. People are mad at us. They're it's the therapy, but you know what? I embrace it. Tell me, guys. <laughs> Jokic scores fifty points. I'd really like to know what he had to say after the game. Sure. Well, we talked to Jokic. Here's Jokic on his approach. Uh, uh, why were you so aggressive tonight? Might Singer asked. I think I was not so aggressive. Yeah, I could have actually answered uh, this one. He said I was actually just locked in. My focus was at an all-time high. I knew I was playing with younger guys. To some extent, I'm paraphrasing here, of course, but um, and and that he was really just trying to help them. That was his approach: was to be the guy the younger guys needed. How he did in that regard, he's not sure. <laughs> yeah, there's really he's not perfect, much more man. you could ask. He's it's like really... so perfect. I just don't know this. Like, people got mad at me earlier because I was like trying to look for the speck in his eye you know and i was like well i don't know this or that he didn't but like Jokic is so freaking perfect man he's the best dude. he really is the best I'm actually uh does anyone have his personal phone number i'd like to call him <laughs> up and chat sometime. And, and he did say he was very aggressive in the fourth quarter bit of a language barrier but i loved the the result he said because uh, just to try it <laughs> gold uh as to as to sacramento and them being a really tough matchup he said they push the pace really well they have a lot they have some fast true. guards it's true and guys he mentioned the push shot from the centers oh, uh, no. he sees it too and he, you know that in between game really gives you them s- trouble and look a, like there's a lot of Jokic on his heels because point of attack defense was porous at best yeah, yeah and really you know bad. retreating on the pick and roll and like guys that can sort of just stop and pop from that that middle range. Uh, it's just as a disaster for him when they can't stop the pick and roll to begin with. So he, he highlighted those reasons as, as why they struggle against Sacramento. Um, loved RJ. Loved the 10 rebounds. That's a good example of how athletic he is. And uh, his only note for RJ, shoot when you're open. Um, and then finally, when asked what it's going to take to get this thing, you know, the defensive end to get things going again, uh, he, he went to some old Denver Nuggets tropes, trusting each other, playing for each other, uh, playing skip, not hard. Skipping steps. Playing for each other is something Malone has said since he, he got here in Denver. And it, it's the kind of thing that sounds like an empty like coach platitude when you're losing games, but there's something to it for the Nuggets. There, there's a way that they – we always say urgency. I think for them it's playing for each other, playing like the guy next to you is busting his ass and he deserves nothing less from you. Uh, that's a message that I think resonates with Yoke since in Malone's tenure, and it's just something that they're not doing at the moment. Yeah. I, I think that's all good stuff, man. I mean, Yoke obviously clearly gets it. Oh, one more. Uh, someone asked him what it means for him to be an early MVP consideration. His full response, I really don't think about it. I think that's actually also also <laughs> accurate. I believe it. Accurate. I think he really truly doesn't think about it unless we ask. Yoga is blowing my mind with the scoring, though. I'm going to say that, man. Like, I just, I mean, what's he? Is he oh, he's probably up to 27 and a half points per game. Check, I'll, 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 I could check that while you look this up. Tell me what Michael Malone, what kind of mood was he in? So the Nuggets now, I don't know if he knows this, but they're now 10 and 10 against the Sacramento Kings. I have to imagine that really chaps his ass. Yeah, no one had the, the gall to ask him that question. Really? Today. Why? 
Um, he didn't want to talk about that? Yeah, I just think no one wanted to find out. Um, <laughs> he was asked about Michael Porter Jr., what it's going to take for him to, to what it's going to take for the team for Malone to sort of wake MPJ up. And Malone said, sometimes you have to participate in your own recovery. He said it can't just be on the head coach to fix uh, MPJ. It starts with Michael. He then added, I have no doubt he'll be better next game. Um, he, you know, he basically well, said, he's, he said, Michael's down right now. He's down on himself about his game. And it's on us, coaching staff, teammates, to find ways to pick him up. Um, he said it starts defensively. No surprise there. The jump shot is going to come and go. Malone said he's got to be locked in defensively. Now, we talked to Monte Morris about that, who said MPJ's first thoughts about his own performance tonight was not the shooting woes. It was the minus 20. And that what's really bumming him out is that he's a guy who, when he's out there on the floor right now, other teams are going on runs. So Monte thinks that Michael seems to get this. I, he's actually reiterating. I hope you guys listen to the Keeping It 1000 podcast. I know I push this on every show, but That's George Carl pod. said both he's seeing it, but also that he's hearing it, that right. Michael Porter is seeing the right. Like Michael Porter is aware, and we talk about confidence. Part of this is I think he's like, Looks at the numbers and it can't lie. Like, yo, yo, everybody was like a plus or minus three tonight, also, except for me, and I was a minus twenty. Like, yeah. Also, he he'll make an egregious error and just like drop his head. And, and you'll you know, you'll you see know. it. Like, I, I I agree with this that I think that that Michael Porter really is aware of the fact that he's not good right now. I hope he and it I sucks. Hope he and that's I know part of it is like maybe it's not you good just, to be well, aware. And Monte, get, like like just straight up Marcus Howard confidence just starts jacking it up. Like, I mean, Monte talks about how. How much is on MPJ's plate right now? So much. How much everyone's talking to him? I still love MPJ. How much he man. has to think, so right? Good. And, and, and kind of how unfair he is. Again, these are not direct yeah, quotes. Mike. I'm paraphrasing, but this was his message. Like, uh, you know, he thinks he's handling all of it, all things considered, really well, and, and that he seems to get it. And with regards to Mike and the defense, Monte, my favorite quote of Monte from the night quote, I don't think it's a problem, end quote. So, I mean, look, these guys believe hey, in Mike. I trust in Monte, so. I think that's fair. Like whether or not Mike gets what it takes to improve on the defensive end, fair question. But that he has to be better. Why he's not playing, and that most importantly, the reason why he's under this microscope is simply because he, more than anyone on planet Earth, can possibly vault the Denver Nuggets into the finals for the first time. And I think he feels the weight of that responsibility for better and for worse. You and Eric on fire today, man. It's the haircut. I, you know what? You know what is, is, is it, it the haircut for you, Eric? Is, is uh, my hair. Well, I showed over my forehead, which is very well received. And uh, my, you know what else is on fire? My esophagus from uh, that rocky. That's true. It's on fire. Can I get a rocky shot, Kale? No one paid us, but Nobody, I'm sad. Somebody, well, did. somebody did, but Spencer took it. They didn't pay for you specifically. Uh, did you pull this up? Is this on the screen, guys? Look at the Nuggets game tonight. Look what those shots are. I mean, there are a lot of threes, but the, around the rim wasn't that bad. Like they got some shots inside. They just got so many goddamn floaters. Look at how many floaters that is. Can we just put Rashawn Holmes's face on just all Rashawn of those ones? Holmes. The... Yeah, just like a nightmare. What like, gross. hey, gross. sometimes you're you're on the recipient of that end of it. I like what you say. You know what? Can I tell you something? The losers' chow, the losers' lounge, at its worst, as in last game, <laughs> it's a real downer. It's a real depressor. But at its best, provided some much needed it's perspective. Therapy, baby. And I feel like both of you, not you, Dev tonight. I'm de tonight Dev, could, Dev, I, mean, I mean, come on. Dev could have brought Your minutes this, were is kinda a, this is a <laughs> trap <laughs> result. But also myself. Like, I feel like I'm also a negative. The, we, we, we talk about trap Minus games for players. Here. Plus 20 for Eric. <laughs> for media, fans, wherever we fall on that spectrum, this is a trap result 
It's gonna yeah. you wanna react yeah, tonight. That's true. And I really don't think it's a wise night for, for grandiose takes. Man, I love this. You win though. You win. You were only here for fuck? like. That's I all you have to do. You have to come in. You came in for five minutes and just like. I did like, the same goddamn take with an impassioned. It was a lot longer. He was so succinct, man. From both. You wrote a Don't damn novel. That. He wrote a poem. You're a bit of the same thing. A bit of a rambling man, Eric. But I love your. I love your rambling. Nobody wants to read the whole thing. So true. It's a great spark. TLDR, Eric. Uh, but guys, honestly, like this game was really intriguing. Really intriguing. I do think I'll remember this specific. Some games get go out in the wash. I'll remember the Jokic 50 piece. I'll remember all the, the miserable things that went wrong, but I, I like what you said. My perspective is now what you just shared, which is there's no such thing as good losses, but there's a lot of lessons that can come out of this one, and it's all about how you respond. And you talking about what Monte Morris had to say about MPJ, if he feels like he's on the right track, even if that, that it's not showing all of the result right now, I believe it. What's the Spurs' speech pounding the rock? Trying to split a rock, you hit it a hundred times. It shows no progress, but you don't realize there is progress. You just don't see it, and then and then you split it. I maybe this is exactly what's going on with Michael Porter right now. We're not seeing the fruits of all of this labor, but at one day those fruits are gonna bloom, baby. Look, these pro if these processes were linear, like what? At a certain point, I think we have to acknowledge that we hold the Denver Nuggets to a standard that exists in our heads which is what the Nuggets look like at their best, which is good enough to win a title. Right. And when they're anything less, we feel inclined to react, which I get, and chances are that they don't win that title. But like, they're not in a different spot Down macro vote. scale because they lost to the Kings without Jamal Murray Down today. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We love you guys riding with us. Um, I didn't get to look at the Chuck comments at all. I'm sure they were all... Uh, Negative at us. Oriolero is uh, not a fan. He hates the pod. <laughs> thanks for watching, though. Yeah, thanks for watching. He's not haters. a fan. Hey, you know what? We still love you guys. Um, we love you. Love or hate, we still love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to hit a like on the way out. We're back on Monday, guys. We'll see you all, we'll see you all then. We're going to get drunk. Not on Monday, we won't. Not no, on Monday. Tonight. <laughs>